Hey everyone, I am your host Shipra and you are listening to The Modern Indian and today we will be chatting with Nupur Singh. She is an entrepreneur, a founder of Brown Girl Acad, social media strategist, a coach, a lifestyle influencer with over what 91,000 followers on Instagram. I mean, she's she's just doing everything, isn't it? Um and most importantly, she is the most sweetest human I have met on Instagram. <laughs> um super excited to have you uh on my podcast, Nupur. How are you? Amazing, Shipra. I mean, pleasure is all mine. I've been so excited about this podcast and more so to just chat with you. It's always fun to chat with Shipra because you always learn so much. So really stoked to be here and uh, yeah let's get into it i'm excited too um so me and nupur we we know each other uh, surprisingly through social media which is amazing um and nupur is like the guru of social media strategy and everything she also runs a coaching business uh which is uh, amazing so if you are a new content creator a new influencer a brand new uh digital sort of media person and you need some help uh, nupur is your person to go to uh so let's start from the beginning nupur i want to know about you know are you were obviously you're here in the bay area but where were you born how did you move here what was your life like before uh moving to the bay area yeah i mean you know ideally you want your life to be very linear it keeps going up and up I feel like my life is like up and down up and down right from the start uh both in terms of my career choices places I've lived and how life has just unfolded right so I was born in India I was born in a very small town in eastern India um in Patna yeah so I was born in a very small town in uh India in eastern India a place called Patna after which my parents moved to Singapore so most of my life i've lived in singapore growing up and you know there was a point in my life where my parents are like oh my god she doesn't know anything about south asian culture she doesn't know anything about you know can't speak hindi properly so i they sent me to india for a while to study there which honestly was a great time in my life because i got some very critical years with my grandparents who i'm very very close to and i feel like it really shaped a lot of my thought process living with them uh, my granddad is something I, someone who i always look up to um and then i moved back to singapore uh when i was working again so you know that's when i finally settled in and you know started my formative years of understanding oh there's something called career oh i need to be ambitious now oh my god i need to work now you know that reality of adulting started when i moved back to singapore again so i started my career in investment banking uh, back then uh, you know straight out of college you never know what you want to do i at least didn't know what i wanted to do i know there are some people who at the get go they're like i want to be a doctor i want to be this i was like let's take a day as it comes and you know um i got into investment banking out of sheer luck because I had no idea what to do. They were the first company that came to campus to recruit and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's Goldman Sachs. You cannot not go for an interview." Yeah. Like, okay, you know, if it pays me well. That was my only goal. Am I going to get good money? <laughs> I don't care what the job is, just pay me. <laughs> and that's how I started my career in investment banking and you know, it's very lucrative to be in that field. So, it kind of sucks you in. And I was in that field in that space for almost 6 years, 5 6 years. um and i wouldn't trade it for the world i think it was great my corporate job was great but i knew 
my calling was something else, right? I knew my heart was somewhere else. And by chance, you know, that's the time I started blogging. And I realized, hmm, social media is a thing. Maybe I can make my career in this. So that's how the switch came about. And, you know, today you have my story right here in front of you. It could not be more different from like the corporate nine to five to go full time blogging. That's a big shift when it comes to career. But it, it it's amazing to, for me because I, when I look at your social media career, I'm like, oh, my God, did you have you been doing this? all your life because this looks so effortless um the things you post about the 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 strategy that goes behind it i mean it's it's really great and obviously you made a business out of it which is amazing how did you decide from you know when you have a full on influencer sort of digital content creator uh, as as your um career focus to oh my god i want to be an entrepreneur and make this into a full-time business how did you make that shift from being a full-time blogger to a full-time entrepreneur as well yeah so i uh to take a back step I, when i was in investment banking i started blogging to de-stress that was my only sole reason of you know juggling with social media i had zero intention of making a career out of it forget even a full time content creator it was such a nascent concept back then you know bloggers and social media was not a thing uh back then and i just did it because it was a great form of de stress for me you know i loved fashion that's when that's the niche i started off with um so i would come back hanging out with you know men and dealing with numbers and analytics and it was my creative outlet to then talk about fashion mm-hmm. uh but at the same time a lot of my friends were starting startups back then who wanted who realized the importance of r- the rising platforms like Instagram and they were like hey could you help us so on the side i used to do a little bit of these projects just for fun completely free just to learn more about the social media space and then right. my husband moved to the bay area and that's when i was like this is a fresh start i can quit my job in investment banking and actually have the opportunity to explore a field in marketing so right. i i wasn't an entrepreneur right from the start i actually worked in as a social media marketing manager first in startups then i moved ahead and i became the head of social media manager um head of social media and then you know there was a point in 2017 where uh i realized that there were so many startups in the bay area that had amazing ideas there were so many brands but they didn't really have the capital to hire an entire marketing team mm-hmm. so i'm like if i can start an agency that assists these people and i am not going to say agency because i don't think i'm an agency we are more of like a boutique uh, group of people who help brands in a very intimate form to help them grow their social media i'm like if i can start something like this then i can work for myself plus i can help so many brands you know uh achieve their dreams and passion and sure. i found a fulfillment in that in doing so so that's when i quit my job and i started my company it gave me the opportunity to also pursue my blogging on the side so i always say i'm a full-time content creator i'm a full-time entrepreneur and i'm also a full-time coach you know because my job has given me the opportunity to pursue so many verticals i i want to talk about your coaching because i know that that's something you're very passionate about um teaching these young content creators that are just starting out in the space to you know 
to 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 direct them to uh, to show them the way um tell me a, a little bit about the coaching um so how did you decide that okay i want to teach because you're doing the business with brands and influencers but you want to then now teach the young people or the upcoming uh, content creators how did that shift happen and tell me about the coaching too because totally by chance that too i never intended to coach people uh my dream was always to run a, a consultancy where i'm helping brands we manage the entire social media right from scratch to end right um but what happened is in that process a couple of entrepreneurs started reaching out um and some content creators started reaching out saying hey do you also teach how to do social media i don't have the money to pay you to do my social media but i'd love to learn from you mm. said, hmm this is a thing right people want to pay me to teach them yeah i didn't even think about that it wasn't even it wasn't even a dot in my spectrum of things i wanted to do right yeah, yeah. but when that opportunity came i realized that there's so many people who need that guidance and especially bloggers right the blogging field one is very notorious because there are like so many notions and stereotypes associated with it and secondly there are so many people who want to make a career out of it not realizing what it really takes to make it a full time income right sure. it's really hard to sustain yourself just with blogging okay. so in our coaching we teach you not to just you know depend on blogging at the start but also have multiple streams that can you know add value to your blogging career but at the same time help you sustain it and that's a knowledge i learned over time the hard way i didn't even know oh you could run ads you could do this you could do that these are the streams of income you can earn so that's something i learned with time and i realized that i really wanted to make that impact with other bloggers because i know how doy eyed i was when i started i thought oh if i just pursue my passion everything is going to fall into place for sure you know, reality is not like that it doesn't work that way there are so many components you need to think of before you can have a sustainable business especially in the creative field which is so saturated and competitive right but today you know we coach entrepreneurs who want you know social media presence uh creators influencers who want to understand how to monetize their blog how to mm-hmm. make money with brand deals those are the things i have learned over time and my hope is that they don't have to spend years learning what i took years to learn so tell me about i want to know about uh, the challenges of social media just general it's a, it's a little off topic but i would love to know because i um obviously we we met through social media it is so important these days it's like the number one um way to to reach your target audience so for you there has to be some pluses and minuses there has to be something that obviously you love social media that's what your entire business is based on but what are some of the things that you love about it and some of the things you just wish that wouldn't have or wouldn't exist yeah. in this space um what would be what would those be so i i owe everything to social media right my entire <laughs> career is based on that i have made amazing friends i've built a community through social media and that to me is very precious i've met people like you through social media i've made i mean i i can go on and on about you know um the things that social media has given me and that's something i think everybody knows how much i love it but at the same time you know there is no profession that is devoid of like 
things that you may not like about it, right? So yeah. I read a very interesting quote that even passion has a job aspect to it that you may of not course. like. So you of could course. pursue a passion and say, I'm living my dream life, but there'll be a component to it, the admin work, the hustling work, the cold calls that you'll do, which you may not like, right? To me, social media, one of the biggest disadvantage that I find is... Um, the limitations associated with it. So I'll give you an example, right? Instagram started as a visual platform. And I wish that the, so I hate the word algorithm, right? Like I have a love and hate relationship because (laughs) I spent so much of my time A-B testing, learning it and everything. But it makes, it saddens me that some of the creators I know who are amazing are unable to fully utilize it because they're restricted by the creativity of the algorithm. So, for example, right, right now, you know, Reels is huge, right? Yes. It's not for everyone. What if I'm someone who just likes to take great pictures? Does that mean that I have to suffer because of the algorithm? So that's, I wish that, you know, it was a bit more open in terms of the different types of content that you can put out there, giving it the same leverage rather than having to be part of the rat race and I love reels, don't get me wrong, but I also coach a lot of students who hate reels and I, I know how talented they are. So I wish that the platform was more open in terms of accepting different kind of content rather than pushing everything into one. I think what has happened is that there most um, social media platforms, I think the, the focus has become more on monetizing as opposed to, you know, promoting the community that they started as right so um take instagram for example it was meant to form this community of pictures because people are very visual people and you know you you look at these wonderful pictures and you you made a community out of it um i i feel bad for people like like you know photographers or artists they they don't have to make reels they they their pictures their art is what's supposed to be out there and I feel now that they have the focus has shifted that oh I'm going to reward um a creative who will bring the maximum eyeballs and video is is obviously more popular so I'm going to promote them only and that I feel is really bad for any platform and I wish that would go back to how it was do you know what I'm saying totally uh like especially like uh, you see TikTok now because of TikTok video became a thing because everybody loved it but not everyone is either funny or has a has a thing to 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 show you know what I mean it's so hard for people to find their niche because like I I don't I'm not a big real person and you know this (laughs) I don't like it but I'm like okay if I have to stay in the space yeah. yeah, then I have to. But my I found that for me, the most authentic di- thing to do is to just show how I find find a new place or what I do or with my friends or some inspirational thing that I read somewhere. So for me, I stick to that. Now, whether it gets views or not, I don't yeah. care. As long as I'm being authentic to what I want to do, I'm going to stick to that. No, I totally agree. And that's why I wish it was a little less restrictive and more open to different mm-hmm. uh, content types. And I think the other piece that sometimes makes me think a little bit is that social media is amazing in terms of the opportunities and the voice it's given to a lot of people, right? There are people in 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 remote parts that have suddenly now have a platform to shine, Absolutely. which otherwise they wouldn't. But at the same time, it's also given the power to people to pass judgments mm-hmm. through an anonymous face, which I wish 
wasn't there because you know everyone's trying their best for sure and to judge someone based on their social media presence which you should know most of it is curated right is probably not the right thing to do so that bothers me sometimes but i understand it comes with the territory i mean it does like you're putting your life for everyone else to see so yeah. you will have some insecure people who would comment on it or would say something negative about it so if you are you have to be mentally prepared that that's going to happen whether you like totally. it or not totally. um i, I would say it requires a bit of thick skin to be somebody really media yeah it really does and if you don't like it of course you can either block or remain private of course you can just keep it for your friends and family absolutely but the minute i saw the biggest shift when i made my account public and the kind of messages i was getting i'm like oh my god i did not <laughs> but the thing about me is that i don't really have like i don't care to be very honest <laughs> like i'm like it that's how i am you don't like it it's why you would be perfect for social media exactly because i really don't care so i yeah. gotten like messages like dms right because they don't comment they just send me a dm and i look at the dm and i'm like okay good for you <laughs> and just, i i think you know things like these always affect you and impact you it will also make you think what happens is that with time you learn how to deal better better with it and you learn how to detach and be more objective about it but i do feel bad about the younger generation obviously uh because i like i'm i'm in my 30s right so i have a little bit more understanding and sort of i'm a little bit on a solid ground to as to who i am so it doesn't bother me at all but i feel for people who are younger or vulnerable or uh maybe have some insecurities and for them to constantly see like i see some of the negative comments on someone else's post and i'm like oh my god why would you? i mean every generation has lessons that they have to learn on their own right totally. like when our parents used to tell us we used to completely um you know sideline what they used to say but it, ultimately we learned it we right. did that's every true. generation has their own set of lessons that they can only learn by experience and you could that's wish true. that you could teach them that but you yeah. can't that is very true actually that you're right like cuz it it i feel bad for people like when i see someone's post or a video they posted they must have put so much effort into it you know they curated it they shot it they edit put hashtags everything and then someone would comment something so mean and i'm like oh come on <laughs> the only one reality of life is that you can't please everyone you just can't I mean, whether you do your best or you don't there'll always be naysayers so i mean that objectivity comes with experience for sure okay i want to ask you a fun question i want to know who uh what's you who's your favorite content creator so far I have so many like I, I love I this is a question is very difficult for me to answer but uh you know what is what I love these days is there's a lot more representation than there used to be I see so many south asian creators and I I am my specialty is coaching south asian creators and I suddenly see the rise you know whether you know whether they're starting off or whether they are at a at a at a level where they're already established but there's so much more opportunities now for sure than when i compared to when i started off so i follow people who are micro influencers to big influencers to everyone uh because i feel like i learn from so many of them every day so i i am totally not going to answer this uh, <laughs> and pick one because you know there are parts of everyone that i resonate with and there are parts that i don't for sure so kind of hard for me to pick what do you feel 
as a brown creator yourself, what do you think is the biggest challenge as a brown creator? I think initially it was representation, right? Especially when, you know, you start working with bigger brands, you're almost competing with a lot of the mainstream bloggers. And that's where it gets a little tougher because, uh, you know, you have to justify that you have some value to add. For sure. So that was a challenge I almost feel like two years ago, maybe even till like two two one or two years ago but in the recent times i've seen it change a lot where where brands are very aware and very um intentional about making sure there's enough representation so it's definitely changed the landscape which is really refreshing to see than what it was but it's still work in progress i wouldn't say we are 100 percent there yet of course and uh, i'm I'm very happy to see that these days brands are more focused on micro influencers and not just going for your top three four influencers i was so happy to see target collaborate with some of the south asian bloggers to you know highlight diwali which was so nice to see that and i'm like yeah we we are coming. Exactly. <laughs> We're coming around. I so I worked in a in a um, in a uh, ad agency, you know, in my previous life before I I started doing this, and uh, our agency used to focus on ethnic groups. So one part of my job was to find digital content creators and influencers to work with brands like Neutrogena and you know J and J. Um, Avino, and it was so it was so fun to see because they would have Diwali campaigns, and then they would send me and not just Diwali. They had Diwali campaigns, they had Chinese New Year campaigns, they had um, uh, Eid campaigns. So then I had to look for uh, a Pakistani or a Muslim uh, influencer to sort of represent Avino and those big brands, and it was so good to see that because they were like, okay, you know, find us ten influencers who have this much reach. And they, I want content to be created specifically for that holiday. And that representation was really, so I felt what you said about, you know, having representation. I felt that when I was working there, that uh, it's so good to see these big brands focusing on every ethnic group separately, Um, whether it's, you know, Chinese or Indian or Pakistani. It was, it was amazing to see. So I completely agree. You know, this reminds me when I was a kid and I used to visit the U.S. with my parents, uh, there was this very common phenomena where South Asians uh, would, you know, shorten the name in the U.S. so that the Americans could pronounce it. Could pronounce it, yeah, yeah. And that has changed today. Now people are, you know, owning the name and making sure that they teach people how to pronounce it, which oh, I God. love because this is love something you, know, you would see big names being shortened to like Western names just for the convenience of other people. And in so, my life, people take so much time to learn how to pronounce complicated French brand names. Why yeah. can't they do the same for Asian names? Absolutely. So now I see that changing a lot, which is which is another great thing that is happening to the community. I love it. I, I'm so glad you mentioned this point because I love it. I would make a point if someone t- tells me their real name, like the full name, I would try to learn it as best as I can, but you should be proud of the name you've been given, whether whatever uh, ethnicity that comes from. So I love that they are using the, these content. Yeah, I've, had, I've had situations earlier on where people are like, "Oh, it's too complicated to pronounce. Can I just say nope?" And I'm like, "Nope, no." Nope. <laughs> the time to you know learn your name, which may be easy to pronounce, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it's easy, right? Like if you can yeah. say you know Chalamet Timothy Chalamet yeah I think even if it's easy to pronounce it's 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 
it's a etiquette that you learn somebody's name if you're interacting exactly. with them. Because that's no your, where they come from. Your it's your identity. It's your it's it's respect, right? If I say your full name, it is. And there's a, no harm in asking someone, "Hey, totally." You know, if I'm pronouncing it wrongly, can you tell me what the correct pronunciation is? They're more than happy to kind of tell you how to teach you how to pronounce it. Absolutely, I'm so happy to see like some of these content creators. I would I would follow them, and it's so nice that they use their full name, and yeah. you have to say it because that's their name. It's 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 great. So you're right about the representation. It's getting so much better. Yeah. All right. So oh my gosh, it's like we can talk for hours. We were like almost at. at I, our- I, for for you. I know. It's <laughs> funny because every time we meet, we have so much to talk about. Our time just flew by. But I I did wanted to talk about the social media, which you so nicely you, you the way you explained. Um, but few things before we do go, I just want to men- make sure that I want to mention this on my podcast. Um, so if you are a digital content creator, if you are a new to the space, um, highly recommend check out social Nupur, which is your handle at, on Insta and her academy, which is Brown Girl Acad. Did I say it right? Yeah. And my social media account, which is in creative media. I know too many usernames. No, but it's no, no, but it is, it's so, you should be so proud of it. I'm so proud of you. They're so, um, it's it's different but they're all sort of connected in the same way um i love what you're doing i absolutely think you're amazing and so i would highly recommend people checking it out especially if you're interested in this space um and just check out your instagram your instagram is so fun oh my gosh your reels are amazing they're super cute um just shipra to make your day with her <laughs> compliments I now think, i'm just like on cloud nine <laughs> i think we have a mutual uh, admiration club for each other yeah i think so which is so cool because you would be like all oh, so sweet to me and then i'm like oh my gosh we have this mutual appreciation club which i think it, that's how it should be but anyway thank you so much nupur this was super fun I absolutely, I appreciate you coming on my podcast and I am so, so looking forward to working with you in future and, you know, see you. We'll, we obviously, we are neighbors for those of you who don't know. So <laughs> I'll hopefully see you very soon. But thanks again for joining. And uh, if you have to say anything towards the end, um, this would be your chance. No, I just want to thank you for even thinking about me and giving me the opportunity to share my story. Um, you know, I think everyone in their own way is doing something amazing and I just hope that in my own little way if I can help someone achieve their dreams or just share my experience um you know I will feel very happy about it and that's my only endeavor so thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my story of course well thanks again and for those of you who are listening I will be putting all her social media handles on the podcast you can check us out on Apple Spotify or wherever else you get your pods thanks for listening